Hello everybody, it's me Ross and welcome back to another edition of the Kings of Anglia Fan Social. I'm joined by three fine gentlemen this week in Ben, Diaf, Chris Peach and the man that has many nicknames, Bono, Matt, aka Vu from the U2 and all that jazz to discuss all things town. I'm looking forward to this podcast, we've got a lot to talk about. Ben, I'm going to go over to you first, the man who hosted not just me, not just Matt, also good old John Watson on the weekend. We had a great time in Cambridgeshire in St Ives, a nice curry and a few drinks. And now we're going to meet your lovely wife and your lovely dog in Winnie. Ben, how are you? And welcome back to the show. Thanks, Ross. What an outstanding intro. Um, that was probably one of your best. Well done. Um, yeah, brilliant weekend. Um, excellent guests. Um, King of the North, Bono and yourself behaved impeccably and uh, yeah, my, my dog Winnie um, thought a lot of all of you, she's missed you since um, my wife less so but that's nothing that's nothing to, from, from the excellent company that you were. Um, yeah, good week obviously frustrated, frustrated on Saturday with the results um, but yeah, but I've had a good week so far and looking forward to the trip to Oxford which I now think I'm going to make, so yeah, when I saw that message, I thought, oh, yes, Ben DF is going to be in Oxford. Love that. Um, but no, it was a pleasure, my friend. Uh, thanks once again. Um, the second man joining us this week is good old Chris Peach, who's been having a storming few appearances on game day and also made his debut on the pod a few weeks ago. But Chris, how are you, my friend? I'm good, good. Uh, thanks for having us on again and sharing the pod with Ben Bono, a.k.a. Youth New 2, a.k.a. Matt. Yeah, I'm good. Looking forward to doing this and... Just got over the weekend, really, because it wasn't until after the game I realised that the goal that was offside wasn't offside. So all on Monday, I was sort of like stirring, but I'm calm now, ready to have some fun. Yes, I'm looking forward to this one. We've got a lot of great features to come, so sit back and relax and enjoy the pod. And the final man that is joining us this week is good old Bono. Good old Matt. How are you, my friend? Hey, Russ. Hey, Ben. Hey, Chris. The Peachmeister Peach. Um, I'm good. I'm good. Thank you for having me. It's um, it's been, it's been a long time coming, but the stars have aligned, um, and uh, yeah, my my innards have finally recovered from the um liquid molten lava curry that we had in uh, St Ives. Um, big up, big up to Ben for that choice. It was a, it was a probably the most succulent curry I've ever had. And and I used to work in Peterborough, so I've had some a fair few good ones there. And um, yeah, all good, all good. Little 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 peek behind the curtain there, but yeah, like Chris, I'm over Saturday, just, and um, yeah, it's funny how our fortunes turn as Ipswich fans, isn't it? We kind of get in the doldrums about a nil nil, and then we find out that we're kind of buying half of East Anglia, which is great. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag winning. Indeed, indeed. And yeah, that was a lovely curry. And of course, I had to go to Cardiff on that Sunday. Um, thankfully, the curry didn't follow through. Um, but we won't go into that. Um, we are going to talk about Kieran McKenna. Uh, weird segue, I know. Um, but 15 games now he's been in charge and it's gone so quickly, hasn't it? And it's been great 15 games. Um, my normal feature on any podcast is I love doing one words to describe things. So Ben... What is the one word you describe Kieran McKenna's first 15 games in charge? My one word to describe um, Mr McKenna's first 15 games in charge um, is impressive. That's oh, it. Was, you asked me. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> True, true. Uh, you know, I, I did think you were going to expand, but if you're happy with that, no, I'll move over to Chris. No, I, mean, look, I, it's, I don't think anybody. No, I don't think anybody could say anything other than that. Um, I'm sure, obviously, there are better words and, and more words out there to describe his tenure so far. And, and Chris and Bonner are, are about to use others, of course. But yeah, incredibly impressive. You do wonder what um, Paul Cook was doing before with this squad, but McKenna just did the the um, the theory behind um, the tactics and the way we play football. And I've said on here before, I feel that he's, he looks and um, sort of acts like a bit of a teacher, just a really well-respected, well-liked teacher. Um, and long, long may this impressive form continue. Probably is too late for us to make the playoffs. You never know. Um, but yeah, impressive is my word. And I long may I continue. I'm really enjoying um, him in charge of our football club right now. Definitely. Good word. Impressive. Um, Chris, what is your one word? Um, of course, clean sheet 
so many clean sheets under McKira mm-hmm. McKenna, which is great to see. But what is your word? My one word is encouraging. I'll say we're 15 games now. I've got it all written down here. Nine wins, four draws, two defeats. Scored 19, conceded five. 11 clean sheets, you say. And one thing I've noticed is we're dominating football games. As in like past possession. I mean, there's so many times where I've watched Ipswich and the opposition have just been the better side. We've just been just lumping it here, there. I turned to my dad a couple of games ago and said, isn't it brilliant? Actually, we're the team playing football. It sort of reminds me of when George Burley took over a little bit. You can see he's building some. And, and yeah, I think it's like what he's doing is he's coaching the players. It's amazing what coaching players does. Like you'd see like other managers put Jackson up front and say, just do what you got to do. But now there's a plan and the team are working for each other. And it's, like I say, encouraging. Very much so. Um, Bono, you're a man of many words. Um, You've said some great stuff on this podcast in the past. What is your one word? My one word to describe Kieran McKenna's tenure so far at Ipswich Town Football Club. Of course, he was appointed in December, wasn't he? My one word. It's so hard, isn't it? And kudos to Ben and Chris for for kind of pulling those, kind of stealing my thunder. I'm going to say transformational. (laughs) Because he has changed. He has changed our fortunes. You know, cast your mind back to the tail end of 2021. The pandemic was coming to an end or that's what the powers that be would lead you to believe and we kind of we can buy a win we were we were losing matches we were drawing matches we weren't scoring we were conceding lots and lots and lots and you know I did consider using the word like exceeds or exceedingly because let's face it when you are linked to quite a few kind of tried and tested and kind of been there done that coaches um once bitten twice shy with that right because the last few appointments have all been people that have done it when you're linked to somebody that has been a youth coach and like a first team coach slash assistant manager at a massive club that's never managed to see me again let's you know when you're linked with somebody like that it's like are they going to be any good you know, have they other other than speaking to a load of kind of sixteen year olds in on a playing field in like the UEFA youth league or, or whatever? You you just don't know how it's going to come. But you know, it's the days the days before McKenna do really 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 seem much much longer than three months ago. And you know, it's I've said this before. I, I certainly feel like we're in the presence of greatness. Um, you know, I, I'm 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 kind of tempering things by trying to ignore the whole thing that Alf Ramsey and and Bobby Robson were also appointed at roughly the similar age with roughly kind of the same um, reputation. But I really think that we can take over the world and be the best bloody football club on the whole ruddy planet. But there you go. That's what I think. And I've forgotten what word I said. What word did I say? Transformational. Yes. Yeah. We transformed things. I mean, yeah, we've not won every game, but, you know, when we've... It's kind of like a marker, isn't it? I was nearly finished. It was, it was kind of like a, it was a marker. It, it, it's a marker of how well we are doing when we, when we lose or draw we've not played that badly, but we're really, really gutted. And if you could compare that to some of the absolute kind of bilge that we've had. That's a David Fisher word there. Some of the absolute bilge, like the Hoover bag content that we've kind of had, like in like in the last year. And like, you know, but there we go. There we go. Transformational. Good words. Good words. Good words all round, gentlemen. Thank you very much for that. Um, so there we go. One word to describe Kieran McKenna's first 15 games. Many more games to come, of course, under his uh, management ship. Let's jump into um, a few now features on the podcast. Um, of course, 
as of the recording, we are celebrating St. Paddy Day, uh, St. Patrick's Day. And of course, when this goes out, will be a Friday, so it's done and dusted. But you still celebrate St. Paddy for a few days, don't you? Because you're still recovering from the celebrations. But um, Ben, Itchers Town and Irish players have had a long history. Um, if you're watching this on video, you'll see behind Ben, he's got a shirt of a very good player, legendary player of the football club. I'm sure he's going to be your favourite Irish player. And that is what we're going to do, is talk about your favourite Irish players. So, Ben, take it away. Yeah, got Mr Holland's shirt up behind me. Um, it's difficult to look past him, really, favourite Irish player. Um, my wife fancies him. Um, why not? Those cheekbones alone, incredible. Um, but, I mean, he was fantastic for his country. He scored in the World Cup. Absolutely unbelievable skipper for, for town. Um, enjoyed probably, well, him playing for the club obviously was the heyday of, for me supporting. Getting promoted in 91, 92 was fantastic, but I was only seven. So, um, so yeah, that, that, um, those playoff pushes in the late 90s and then getting in the Premier League. So, Matt Holland, favourite Irish player. I think, as I mentioned on our WhatsApp group today, got to give an honourable mention to Noel Hunt, the Hunt brothers. Um, Noel Hunt for that moment at Charlton. Um, so, yeah, uh, honourable mention to him. He's, um, his family are from near where uh, my wife's family are from in Ireland. So, um, just want to give uh, Mr Hunt, or both Hunt brothers, an honourable mention. But Matt Holland, best Irish player to play for Ipswich, certainly in my era. Definitely. And um, I think you probably stole Chris's um, thunder because I know Matt Holland's up there is one of your favourite town players of all time and probably an Irish player as well. So carry on with the Matt Holland loving, but also have you got any other players you want to mention as well? Yeah, well, obviously Matt Holland, idolise him. I'm like, you know, when you're, when you're at school, primary school, and you have your, your little crush, Matt Holland's still mine. So I'm sorry, Ben, your wife's going to have to get back of the queue. I'm in front. But no, he's like, he, he, was, he was my, you know, growing up, Captain, he, I remember every game rubbing it into the pitch, clapping all the fans, and yeah, all honestly, <laughs> worst cup quite how much I respect and love that bloke as a Ipswich Town player. Another one is obviously Jim Bajilton, you know, player and manager. I love Jim. Another, we used to call him Magic Bajilton. Like he, he used to, like he could control games from the centre of the park. And obviously, I loved him as manager. Unfortunately, he wasn't given all the time he deserved, in my opinion. That's when all the money come in, blah, blah, blah. Other players, Daryl Murphy, obviously, three was it three loan spells he's had and all the goals he scored. Obviously, echo the Hunt brothers as well. And I think that's... Oh, I could be wrong. Kevin Horlock. Is he Northern Irish? Yeah. I always had a little soft spot for him because I remember he was in that midfield with Joe Royal and he he literally stayed in the middle of the hole, never went forward, just kept winning the ball back, recite them in possession. Very underrated player in my opinion. Very underrated. And that links very well if you want to listen to his chat with Mike Bacon on the podcast. So there we go. Nice little segue there. Not planned. Um, no, 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 no. Um, Bono, over to you then. Any other names you want to mention? I'm sure I saw your face when Chris said Jim Jill, and I'm sure he, he stole your thunder there. But um, any other players you want to mention? There's loads of players we can name off, but what is your favourite? So for me, um, I was in my 20s at the time, and I've kind of got a little bit of a, a tenuous link to why I um, really, really respect this Irishman that I'm going to talk about. Um, Alan Desmond Lee. I love Alan Lee. I complete Alan for the record. If you're listening, I forgive you for playing for the team based in um, the north of the area. Um, you know, but Alan Lee just his like enthusiasm and his just just it, it's hard to describe. But uh, I loved Alan Lee. He was fantastic. What a player when he had his long hair as well. Oh. Just everybody, every team needs a player with long hair. Am I right? I mean, he, he was yeah. like an Irish batty girl, wasn't he? Yeah. Good I can't really comment on hair, so. <laughs> you, you mentioned it. You just you didn't have to mention it, Chris. Sorry. No. You don't, just don't mentioned me it. Yeah, don't mention it to Stuart Watson, as we know, <laughs> um, which, of course, he, if you're on the main pod, always 
um, mentions it. Um, we, we've had we, we've had a really really good link with Ireland for many many years now. The, the island of Ireland, as I, as I like to say, and we've just had this this. There's almost too many people to mention, really. But you know, honorary mention to to oh, those who got. I remember I saw Owen Garvin make his debut. I've been told about him by somebody that I um, an acquaintance of mine that worked at the academy. And he said, "Oh, look out for this kid. He's brilliant." And I'm like, yeah, yeah. and he was. So, yeah, yeah. Shane, I'm good. Shane Supple, George O'Callaghan, him of the Ross Meats fame. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I did a bit of an Irish tour. Remember when I started Ross Meats? I did so many Irish players: Owen Garvin, George O'Callaghan, Shane O'Connor, Ronan Murray. There's many more names to mention, but um, but yeah, of course we've got to mention John Walters. Gareth McCauley, Damon Delaney. Yeah, as we said, we could be here all day naming all the Irish players, but um, there's been... I, I love that link that we've got with Irish players. It's, it's nice. It's definitely nice. Yeah. Um, but, but there we go. Um, that is the Irish little bit there. We also have got a strike, which is linked with Irish players. So let's talk about all about things Ireland. So um, let's jump right into the strike. Um, and we have five questions and a tiebreaker. It's Ben. It's Chris. It's Bono taking on each other. Who is going to win this week? The first question is on the boy, Matty Holland. So let's see how you get on. Let me just get my answers up because I imagine I'm right unprepared. Oh, Ben means business. If you're watching on video, you saw him with his pen. Oh, he means business. I'm going to find a pen so that people don't think I'm cheating. Ooh. I'm, in a, I'm sat in an office and there's no pen. Oh. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. But anyway... So, first question, as I said, is on Matty Holland. Now, how many goals did Matt Holland score in 314 games for town? He always used to score screamers, didn't he? Always scored screamers against Everton. I just remember he used to love scoring against Everton. Um, but yeah, 314 games. Of course, a lot of those was consecutively as well. How many games was it? Like 200 and something consecutive games without like missing one? Unbelievable. A ridiculous amount. Yeah. You, you came back. <laughs> I found a piece of paper and a pen. I am winning. It's winning. Okay. Right. How many goals? Closest to the correct answer gets the point. If you get a bang on, you get two points. So, or maybe even three points. Maybe we'll give you three points because that is well done if you get bang on. Um, ben is really thinking this in. Oh, he doesn't want to. He doesn't want to get this wrong. Okay. Are you all ready? Okay then, I'll, I'll go to one of you first. So I'll go to I'll go to you, Bono first. Forty-three. Okay, Chris. Fifty-six. Fifty-six. Okay, Ben. Uh, I went really low. I went twenty-eight. <laughs> you calling me your favourite player? That is disgraceful. <laughs> Crap, isn't it? At the moment I wrote it, I knew it was wrong. I couldn't be bothered to change it. I got this lovely notepad. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. That is a lovely, that is a lovely notepad. It's really, really nice. It looks like something I'm very jealous. could have owned, I thought. Yeah, definitely. It's like, it's like you've been... It's a bit like cigarette paper, though, if, if I'm honest. If you're back. Yeah, if you're watching on video, you'll, you'll see that. So just quickly model it again, Ben, for us. Um, yeah, so this is the uh, an Ipswich Town notepad, and um, inside it's got one of these little things so you can mark your mark the page, you know, the little elastic. Yeah, so I'll do an example bang, and then inside, little imprint of the club. I don't know if you can see that the club crest on yeah. the page. Ooh, yeah, very nice. Really nice. But the I believe they call that the paper like, flimsy, a bit a like sublimination. Wait, is that is that a modern thing, or is that something that was like? Do you find it in a like um, I've respectfully? Just found this upstairs, I think I got this with a membership card about three or four years ago. Okay, okay. Um, but yeah, the goals he scored, Matt Holland, was definitely not twenty-eight. Um, and Bono, you're so close. It's forty-five. Forty-five. I still get the point there, right? Yeah, you get a point, of course, because you're closest. If you got bang on, you could have got marble points. Does anybody that know? Is, not that he's listening, anybody... but I'm so embarrassed. I'm so embarrassed. I'm, I'm going to clip this up and I'm going to send it to him. He does. Yeah. He does. He does. Ben, he listens. He, uh, hold on. Yeah, I'm at. <laughs> he forgives you. He 
does. He forgives you. Thank God. What is Matt? Thank God. I'll still, I'll still light another candle. What, what is Matt Holland's connection to Ireland? What is his eligibility? Because, of, of course... Uh, grandmother? Of course. Grandmother, I think. Uh, there's, there's, some, there's some great stories about the Jack Charlton era. Of course, I'd, am I the only one to really remember that happening? Like, Italia 90... No, I've and, seen them um, finding Jack Charlton. I've seen all of them yes. wearing oh, what a, to play for him. And, yeah. they, they're, they're all, like... I think one of them <laughs> sounds Irish, and the rest of them are, like... The whole grand, the whole grandfather. Is it grandmother rule, isn't it? The, there's an official FIFA thing called yeah. like the grandmother ruling. Anyway, I'm I'm Ross. I'm doing this thing. It's fine. It's fine. Where, I, no. where I distract you and kind of take over, which is not. Yeah, not, yeah. Not this, my, yeah, we're, we're we're only on question one. Um, so let's <laughs> get to question two. Um, and the question two is on good old Jim Magilton. Um Now he joined town from which club? Was it Oxford, Sheffield Wednesday, or Southampton? Of course, a trick question because he played for all these clubs at some point. Oh, Ross, you trickster. <laughs> <laughs> I hope I tricked you out there. So there we go. I think Chris. slightly tonight, actually, because you're not wearing Adidas gear. I know. As the sponsorship ran out, I see they've actually, um, they have broken sponsorship with a few clubs this week. Are you one of their sponsors that you've lost out? No, 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 no. I just, I thought I need to wreck my other sponsor. So, you know, I've got multiple sponsors, as you know. Big, 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 big boy, big boy and all that. Um, <laughs> said, said, said nobody, said nobody. Um, anyway, Jim McGillan, um, Sheffield Wednesday, Oxford or Southampton? Who did he time for that? Old Wednesday? Yeah, and you're all correct. You're all correct. It is Sheffield Wednesday, of course, originally on loan, then permanently. So it is 1-1-2. One, one, Bono is in the lead. Question Boom. three is on the boy Alan Lee. And now this yes. is more more connected to his playing for Ireland. Now, I thought it's a good question. How many caps did he win for Ireland? Ben's like, ooh. <laughs> could, it, could it be a trick question again? How many caps did he win for Ireland? I think he won a couple of caps while he was at town. So there's a little, little clue there for you. But there we go. Alan Lee. I'm trying to think. Of course, that probably Robbie Keane was, you know, up front at the time when he was probably in his prime then. But anyway, carry on. Um, everyone show me your answer, Ben. 14. 14. <laughs> Chris? Eight. Eight. The correct answer is 10. 10 caps. Ooh. So um, Chris gets the point. So there we go. It's 2-2-1. Two, two, ben now got to try to get back in here. And can he do it with this question on John Walters? How many goals did he score for town in 149 games? Johnny, Johnny Walters. I'll give you, I'll give you three goals for a little thing. Of course, scored a hat trick, didn't he, against Sheffield United in that six 0 win? So there's three That's goals Bristol for you. City, Ross, but yeah. Oh fine. yeah, my bad, my bad. Why do I say Sheffield United? Why does, I don't know. Where, I don't know where Same Sheffield thing. Northern. The Northern. Yeah, one of that. Yeah, yeah. No, Bristol City. Bristol City itself. Yeah, southwest. But again, <laughs> yeah. we're doing well tonight. Yeah, we're doing well. Should we talk about? Should we talk about where Ireland is? Yeah, <laughs> over there. <laughs> yeah, I've been to Ireland. Nice place. Yeah. Oh. But anyway, um, Johnny Walters. You went with, when you went to Ireland, Ross. You went with Liam, didn't you? No, we were planning. We we're planning to go. We were going to go in before COVID. Before COVID hit, I was going to do an island tour. I was going to meet all the the town players who I was planning to speak to and interview them actually in Ireland. But um, you know what stopped it? Probably COVID and all that. Um, but one day it's going to happen again. Um, and all that jazz. But anyways, Johnny Walters, how many goals did he score? I'll go thirty nine. 39. Oh my god, I wrote 39, Chris. 39. What? <laughs> 38. Oh my god. That is that is um well you're all wrong, uh, but that is well done, guys. Well done. Um it's it is 32. So Bono gets the the point and he's winning by 3-2-1. Ben, sorry to say you are out, but you can still play along, my friend. Do not worry. Um the final question. Okay, oh, okay. Okay, is on the boy Shane Supple. Now, how many clean sheets did 
Did he keep in 38 games for town? Still play, Ben. Still play at home. If you get a spot on, do you know what, Ben? If you get a spot on. No. You can... No. No. <laughs> yeah, no. He said it now. They're the rules, Bono. <laughs> You can't change the rules halfway through the game. This is not ethical. <laughs> well, Come on. oh, it's fine. It's fine. Though, no, to be fair, if he gets a bang on, then he join with you, and then we'll go to the tiebreaker. So, and if well, if Chris, if Chris, if, well, if Chris get a bang on, then we'll just go to a tiebreaker anyway. We'll just go to a tiebreaker, and then you can gamble it if you want to gamble it. But yeah, Shane Supple, thirty-eight games. How many clean sheets did he get? He, of course, had to make his debut to come on as a as a sub because Lewis Price against Leicester. Leicester it was. There they goes were, one clean sheet there if you want. They were dark days in the goalkeeping department, with all due respect. Yeah. We lost. Um, I've, got, I've gone. Are we going? Yep, yep go. 11. Chris 11. Number 11. Five. Yeah. Five. <laughs> Six. <laughs> Well, no one got a bang on, so Bono, you will win overall because it is seven. Oh, seven. So Bono has won, but is he going to gamble? Is he going to do it for the tiebreaker? What, what is it? What? It's just a new thing. Yeah, it's a, yeah. You don't you don't need a gamble, but I, I think I've done this question as a tiebreaker. Just you know, it's, I've done my research. Can I look at the question and then <laughs> no, about the notepad? I don't want the audience to miss out on the elastic bit. This bit, yeah, it says Ipswich Town Football Club on it. Oh, yeah, like no touches. There. So no touches. That's sell really these. nice. I think them. they do. I think they do. I've got a, I've got a railway, uh, like a travel pass holder that I bought from the club shop, a brown leather one. It's really, really, really nice. And I went in there and I wanted to buy another one. And they were like, we have no idea like what you're talking about. What are these things? And I'm like, it's a travel card holder. It's leather. It's got the Ipswich badge embossed. It's, it's beautiful. And I leave it on the I leave it on the table on the train. And I'm get, when I'm getting the train, and I get like people walking past with a knowing it's tractor boy. There you go. They should really make vegan ones like cruelty free. But there you go. Um, tiebreaker. Yeah, come on. Like double or quits. Come on, let's do this. All right. Well, I'll show you the question anyway. And it is on Alan Hunter. So it's... Uh... It's going to be a tricky one for all of you. <laughs> but um, he, he is Town's most cat player, but how many cats has he won for Northern Ireland? Oh. Most cat Town player. Are you going to gamble at Bono or are you just going to take your crown and I'm a, I'm, 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 I'm a good sport. Ben Ben is hiding his phone with the with the <laughs> notepad. He's, he's Googling that. I'm, I'm, I'm only checking. I'm, only I'm, checking. Not, I'm not... Oh, he's shown us. He's shown, yeah, yeah. Um, once again, yeah, if you get it bang on, you win. But if you don't, Bono, you still win. So, yeah, someone needs to get a bang on. Okay, then, boys. I like, so... I like, I like Ben's Bart Simpson writing. It's good. <laughs> <laughs> so, 63, Ben's gone. If you're for audio listeners. 67. 67 is what Chris has done. 63 as well. <laughs> uh as well <laughs> yeah he, he followed on so um well no no one got a bag on so bono you have one um it is 53 53 caps uh, so there we go so bono well done for winning this week strike um speech well done, bono. Well done, bono. I, I just want to thank um mark ashton really because he's brilliant Brilliant. And the lady at the club shop as well that was very, very thorough today checking my details when I pick something up. I think it's easier passing through customs sometimes. <laughs> no, nah, I'm joking. They do a great job. Indeed. Okay, then. That is the strike done and dusted for another week. Hope you enjoyed that. Let us know how you got on if you pl played at home. Um, now let's jump right into um, another feature on the podcast this week. Uh, six more players were inducted to the Itchwich Town Hall of Fame. Um, Kevin O'Callaghan. David Linnigan, Gavin Johnson, Reg Pickett, Ken Malcolm and Doug Wilmord um, were deducted in the reunion dinner held at Portland Road last week. Um, and I thought, why, why don't we do a feature on three players or more if you fancy who you would invite to a dinner party? Um, so, Ben, who are the players you're inviting to your dinner party? OK, so Matt Holland's too easy. 
he's not invited because also my wife might jump on him. So he can't <laughs> he can't come round. Yeah. He can't come round for dinner. So the first person I'm going to invite is Arnold Muren. I grew up watching the videos of Town. Like Dad, it was my he was my dad's favourite player. He would bring some continental class to the dinner. Maybe he maybe he'd bring the dessert or a course, and we could sample some Dutch cuisine. Um, maybe he'd just show us how good his left foot is with keepy ups in the front garden. I don't know, but either way, my dad would be there as well. Like he'd have to be. Arnold Muren would be my first guest. Um, thought about it long and hard, and I thought, if it's going to be like an evening where it can go on maybe into the night, you need someone who can dance. And i tell you who can dance is Chrissy Kawamia. All those dance moves after he scored those brilliant goals. Go back to my first ever derby game away at Cower Road when he scored the first little Neil Thompson header. Near post, Jason Gazelle flicked in by Kawamia, and then the rest is history too. Neil, Neil Thompson got the other, of course. So... Chrissy Kwame with those dance moves into the corner. He's definitely got to come along. And then again, with my with thinking with my with my dad's head on, you know, he's, he is the reason, as he said, numerous reasons he said to ask for Ipswich, but mainly he just brainwashed me from a young age and I had no choice. His uh, second favourite player, the beat, the beat goes on, Kevin Beattie. Um, I think his uh, stories of drinking are absolutely infamous. Um, and as you guys saw at the weekend, I do like a drink. And I don't mind going until the wee hours when, when I really get going. Like, I build up a head of steam. So I think Kevin B2 would be an excellent drinking partner. Rest in, ple- rest in peace, God bless him. What a footballer. And what an amazing side we'd have, we would have, by the way. We'd have BT at the back, Muren in midfield, Kwame up front. Obviously, I'll be pulling the strings all over. And I'll shove my dad in goal. So that's, that's, the, dinner, that's the dinner party, those three Hall of Famers. Um, yeah, I, if only it could happen. Yeah, sounds like a very good night. Um, I'll definitely want to be sort of there, just um, seeing how you're getting on. Um, no, you're invited, they... Ross. Yeah, 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 of course. Yeah, of course. I'm I'm man hosting this this big dinner party. This is all in the same room. Someone serve the food. It's taking hey. photos. The official Ta- photographer. Yeah, taking, I'm taking photos, taking photos, and hosting it all. Um, but no, good guess there, Ben. Um, and good to think about your good old dad, Nige. Good old Nigel. We all love Nigel on the podcast. Um, over to you then, Chris. Um, who are you inviting to your dinner party? I'm not going to lie. I did struggle with this one, but I have got some guests. My first one will be Terry Butcher. Um, a couple of years ago, me and my dad went to like an event where Brian Hammett was hosting and it was Matt Holland and Terry Butcher. And some of the stories Terry Butcher was coming up with were hilarious, brilliant, such an insight to his career and everything else about him. So I think you need someone at a dinner party who's going to keep the conversation flowing. That's Terry Butcher. The second person I'm inviting is Alan Lee. That reason being, when I've seen him at Berry Town every now and again, he seems a fun guy. He always is up for a laugh in interviews. He's always very chatty. Or you need people to keep the conversation flowing again. And also, I think I've heard this right. He can play the guitar, so it gets a little bit, you know, it gets a little bit dull in the evenings. He can just whip the guitar out, start playing serenade anyone what he wants to do the last one well there's two really from the current squad would be james norwood and kyle edwards the reason being james norwood's the bit of the joker in the pack but he needs like his little pawn to take the mick out of and after watching coffee club i feel kyle edwards will be up for anything so there'd be your entertainment for the evening but yeah i'll be honest i struggled but they'd be my dinner guests there we go. Uh, yeah, it's, it's a lot of players you can pick from and trying to just whittle it down to a few. It is difficult. But no, a good, good night, that sounds. Um, over to you then, Bono. Um, I am prepared for this very much so. So take it away. Are we... Is it three people or are we going to invite like 20 like Chris has just done? <laughs> to be fair, it was very much open floor. But I think if you can whittle it down to a couple... Um, three, sorry, couple is two, Ross. The more the um, better, three or four, more the better, but yeah, yeah. That's, true. that's true. Go ahead. I'd invite um Maurizio Ricardo Tarico because he is my absolute hero. I'm not sure what the conversation was like. Um, I don't really have l'espagnol and I'm not sure what his English is like, but we'd we'd talk with our hands and we'd have some lovely organic Malbec and talk about stuff i really like the argentine culture and things like that um it's a very nice argentinian restaurant in borough market hackney it's lovely 
Lovely. Um, anyway, um, the second person I'd have is Craig Forrest, just because he's a really interesting, articulate guy. Um, so I, I was a goalie and then I had to start playing outfield and I loved Craig Forrest. It's just he's like the first goalie I really remember in a town shirt. And he's another one of my heroes. Um, the third person I've kind of struggled with because, you know, like as Chris mentioned, you, you're talking about like people juxtaposing and what kind of the, the relationship. But uh, it's got to be Alan Brazil, right? I mean... <laughs> I mean, I used to I used to be a massive Talksport fan back in the day. Other other commercial radio stations are available, and um, that's just his stories. And I, I did I met him once at the Ipswich Region, and um, he was drinking champagne, and we had a we had a chat. It was uh, it was when Madame Butterfly was on, no less. And he was a he was a good old boy, um, and um, yeah, I think that would be a very good night but there's just like you said ross there's just so many people and um, honorable mentions too um bobby petter i think he'd be good um who's the he's a dj now bobby petter by the way he's a dj in, in glasgow much the same as ben's um kind of man crush um but bobby bobby petter is like matt holland in the respect that they both look younger now than what they did <laughs> when they were playing not sure why that's open to interpretation um um george george o'callaghan i reckon he would he'd be he'd be he'd yeah be, all the irish all the irish boys the, pretty much They're not that. stereotyping but i reckon the no, irish no, boys no. Like not out. um and um just some of the like ob kind of obscure kind of foreign players just to kind of get their just to get their leaning on what it was like being at Ipswich Town, um, like mentioned Adrian Paz, Velitz, Shumlikovsky, um Kevin Brew. Kevin, Kevin Brew. I remember they used to see him at the railway station quite a lot in Ipswich. He's pretty much straight after the game. He used to hop straight back on down to Liverpool Street, I think. But um, yeah, Kevin Brew. Is he playing in Cyprus now? I think he's back in France now. Back in France. He's, he's had he's yeah he's been here there and everywhere since leaving town but um yeah Kevin Brew Mauritius International and all that jazz um but there we go that's our dinner party uh get involved as well let us know who would be in your dinner party um I know this speech has been done before probably by other people but I thought it was a nice little segue into the Hall of Fame so congratulations to all the players who are been inducted into the Hall of Fame of course a lot of great Legendary players now been inducted into that. Um, so there we go. There are the features on the pod this week. Hope you've enjoyed those. Now let's get into this weekend. It's a big game. Oxford United away at the Kassam Stadium. Now, when we play Oxford, it's always boring because it is boring, boring Oxford. Nil-nil, nil-nil, nil-nil. And we did lose 1-0 once against them, of course, um, under Lambert. 1-0 defeat there. Um, ben, how are you feeling going to this one? Of course, you've got the bad news. Kellen Jackson is going to miss probably the rest of the season. Sam Morsey isn't as bad as first feared, but um, they're going to be big misses. But um, what do you reckon, then? Yeah, I'm ner nervous just thinking about it because it is getting to the point now, isn't it, where it's all or nothing for us. Probably a little bit earlier than we would have wanted to, to be in terms of a, a, a must-win game, which I think realistically it is. You know, if we don't win this one, we need so many results to go in our favour. It's going to look very difficult for us. So, will they park the bus like they did when they came to Portman Road? Will it be another nil-nil? I'm really not sure. And we've got to be wise to that. We've got to be wise to the time-wasting. We, you know, we've had plenty of sides do it to us now. Um, it, it is a blow with Jackson being out, but it's not like we're short of forwards. We're just short of forwards showing any kind of form. That's that's our issue. Um, see how the bodies recover after the Pompey game, but I wouldn't be making too many changes. Um, I, I thought we'll probably, I would have thought Morsi now with the news today, he's more than likely to start unless there's some, you know, recurrence or, or, or he really goes to part in training tomorrow before the game. So, likelihood we'll have the, the 10 that everyone predicted and then you'll have um, one of Bond, Piggott or Norwood. It seems to me with Bond coming off the bench, he's, he's going to be first in line. So you'll have, um, yeah, whether they'll change it in terms of a Luco coming in, I don't know. It's difficult. I do like Sonny, but, um, you know, McKenna's there. We pay him a lot of money to make these decisions. So um, between a Luco, Chaplin, Selena, two, two of those three, as long as they're on the pitch, I don't mind. 
I know there's chat of maybe not playing Bon Norwood or Bigger and, and playing a Luca or Chaplin up, up top with Shalina and the other behind him. So there are options, but Oxford are a bloody good outfit. They seem to score in every game apart from when they play us. So it is a difficult one to call. But as much as they're fourth, there's still pressure on them. to. to I know that against us, a point will seem a decent result, but all the other teams are also, you know, breathing down their necks. So it's not going to be as simple as they can get a draw and just go home happy. We need to um, we need to go there, show them what we're all about. I, I still think we might get three points. You've got to be positive. I've got to go there thinking positive. I was, what's the bloody point of going? So I'm I'm going to um, say Ipswich. I'm going to say Ipswich win, Ross. Um, I'm going to go two one with a goal right near the end, and we're all going to go bloody berserk. Okay then. First win on the board there from Ben. Let's see if Chris and Bono feel the same. Chris, how are you feeling going into this one and your prediction as well? Uh, firstly, well said, Ben. I agree a lot of that. So at the start of these last three games, so Portsmouth, Oxford, Plymouth. If someone offered me seven points, sat the round off. The problem was I thought we'd get two home wins and a draw at Oxford. Now, Oxford, their last six, they've won five, lost one, scored 17, conceding seven. But we've got a bloody good defence and goalkeeper. You know, 11 clean sheets. That's, that's such a transformation. I, I, I feel we can get a win. I always thought that for it, to be honest. But I think we can sneak this. Maybe 1-0, 2-1. But personally, I'd like... I'd like. I'd actually like to see Piggott start front. I still think there's a player there. He's just been so unlucky in front of goal. I know people disagree with me. That's what football's all about. But no offense to Macaulay Bond, love him, but he's just not in form. Mind you, could say the same about Piggott. Actually, some constant moment argument there. But I still think you know you don't <laughs> score over twenty goals for a struggling team last year and then become rubbish overnight. He's had a few off the field issues as well himself. But having Morsi plays, you know, he's he's massive. To this team because as soon as you went off Saturday, there was it's nothing against Carroll or Backinson. The drive from the field just wasn't there. It was either coming from Burns or Thompson. And Thompson's more of a defend sort of a defensive left wing, which we say, and Burns was the only one. But strange things have happened. Like Ben said, you've got to go with these confident. I mean, if you're gonna go there, oh take a draw or loss, what's the bloody point? I always want to see Ipswich win. And I'll always that yeah, we can play Man City away. Yeah, I want us to win. We can win that, we can steal a goal. But I will go for a 2-1 town win. All right, two wins there. Um, Bono, over to you. How are you feeling going into this one? And prediction as always. Great question. And it's one that I thank you for asking me. <laughs> um, incredibly nervous. Um, I, I Sadly, I couldn't get a ticket. And I'm now, I've predisposed myself with some um, activities. Um, and I'm going to be out of the radio reception for the local radio station. So I don't know what I'm going to do. Am I going to refresh Twitter or am I just going to turn the TV on at five o'clock and just let destiny kind of take its, take its, whatever the word is. I can't think. Um, like the other two. So Ben, it was 2-1. Chris, it was 2-1. It's a clean sweep. We're going to win 2-1. Um, it's, you know, we are, at the, at the end of the last two games, we were like the walking wounded. So it's really, really hard to predict our starting lineup. Um, good news on Morsey, bad news on Caden Jackson. Um, so, like Chris said, really, we know we're pretty, we run a, we're a tight ship at the back. Um, like I've mentioned previously, our cutting edge, the last kind of month or so has not been it's certainly not promotion or playoff form which is what worries me however like the peachmeister said joe piggott class is permanent and i think that throw him in the mix and the pig will truffle away and um i can i would love to i'd love to see him score an absolute hatful and um, the Oxford manager, it, I find irritating. Um, He's a bit piggy, isn't he? No comment. Um, obviously, other animals are available. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's just, like it's kind of he's like he's like a like a permanently. Like I said, other Ross has got to do a lot of editing. Um, 
Yeah, no, no Rob... nothing, nothing, nothing bad there. Nothing bad not, said there. You just not, not, not for me. Robinson's a hip, hip, a hippo, isn't too a hippo. But <laughs> he said, but he said hippie. So hip, no, sorry, a hippo. A hippo. Oh, a, yeah. Mm, I don't know. Why don't? Would you say that to his face? Um. Yeah, oh, what sorry. Do if, he, if he lapped me out or something, he'd get in awful trouble, wouldn't he? So he would. He, I can confirm he'd be in awful trouble. Uh, and when I say tusk, I mean like, or not. The, when I say face, I mean like tusk or like. What do hippos have? Oh God, this has gone off at a horrible tangent. Even more horrible than the trouble Carl Robinson we're getting for lamping Benny D. For hey, you call me a fucking hippo. <laughs> Where, where? Is that, he is from Liverpool, isn't he? Yeah, he is. Yeah. Yes. He is from Liverpool. Right. I don't think he'd punch me if I called him a hippo. He'd and say... He would just, just walk <laughs> off, I think. He'd just walk off, yeah, realistically. He'd just walk <laughs> off. Or, or maybe he has got like a real like issue about the fact that he's obviously got... All, well, he's, he just looks like he's eating a lot of burgers, doesn't he? There's nothing wrong with that. He enjoys his food. He's not Steve Evans. No, he's back in football management, of course. Back at, he's not Steve yeah. somehow, whatever club that. of... Point good luck, it. good luck, Steve Evans at St. Evanage, <laughs> as we yeah, call it. Just eat shares around the Stevenage area have just gone through the roof. Yeah, oh, Ben's enjoyed a typically merry um, St. Patrick's Day in Cambridgeshire. There, 20 pints of Guinness, and he's calling everyone fat. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm sure Carl Robertson's been called worse on the terraces by home fans and probably away fans. So, um, but no, I think that's where Thanks we should lots. end it there. It's going to be, head. it's going to be, it's going to be, a t it's going to be a tough game, and it's uh, we are in kind of the the dying embers of the eleventh hour type territory now, aren't we? Where it's either win or or bust, and you know, as every game goes on, the chances gets gets thinner and thinner and thinner, unlike respective managers' waistlines, and. Who who knows? Who knows? It's a shame I won't be there, but there's going to be plenty of other people um, at the Kassam. It's only got three. I didn't know. I didn't know it's not a car proper park. stadium. It's a car park. Find a goal. So yeah. when, when when Turbo Sailor said to me, I'll, oh, I'll be in the fourth stand, and I'm like, oh, fourth stand? It doesn't have a fourth stand. Why are they allowed to compete in the Football League? This is terrible. Yeah. I think they've got planning permission though to actually build a new stadium. I think it's a lot many years away, but um, I think they are looking to. Oh, move, that's, um, that's so gonna that's so gonna be a Luton Town Cola Dome type scenario, isn't it? I'm showing my age there by mentioning that the Cola Dome Luton Town. But Ross, you'll have to Google it, mate, because you're only about well, you're yeah. much younger than I am. But, yeah, um, yeah, but yeah. There, there go. we go. A very weird, interesting segue. To hippos and other things, <laughs> um, all that jazz. But no, it's um, it's been another great pod. Um, and always, as always, I'll have to go over to all of you, Ben. Any other business, my friend? No, just looking forward to see the teacher versus the hippo on the sidelines on Saturday, <laughs> and uh, switch win. Fingers crossed. Poor Carl Robertson. He's he's, he's a right manager. But anyway, Chris, any other business? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think so. Just fingers crossed for three points and keep the playoff dream alive. Indeed. And Bono, to wrap up, my friend, any other business? Um, little little Tommy Carroll to score an absolute worldie. Got to be decent odds that, because I'm sure he doesn't score many goals. And if he does score a goal, I'm sure it's decent odds. I'm not sure he can kick it that far. <laughs> Ooh. Do not doubt. Little Tommy Carroll's passing range. The man is an absolute... No, he's he's an absolutely fantastic passer of the ball, but I can't imagine he's going to smash a thunderbolt from 40 yards. If he does, and we get good footage of it, I promise to make a really good video. And Ben Ben's saying he's not going to do it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He will not score from 40 yards. Carroll and Piggott. Okay. Who's scoring for you, Chris? Who's two goals? You made it two-one. Who's scoring for you? Uh, I'm actually a Wolfie mm. and Big Bad Burgess. Two we're and actually going to score from a we're actually not, we haven't scored from a corner for ages. Looking at the twice in one game. Ooh. Stars were stars were the line. That's my happen. line. My line. Sorry. 
trust the process. Yes, all that, all that. Um, ben, who, who's scoring for you? Uh, I think Selena and Chappers, the two C's. Two C's. Thick as thieves, the two C's, Chappers and Selena, two on town. Come on. Come on. Indeed. Um, it's been another great show. Ben, Chris, Bono, it's been a pleasure. Um, of course, got to mention our sponsors at Manscaped. Of course, use the code KOWAY to get 20% off and free delivery. Of course, follow us on the socials, on Kings of Anglia, on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, our YouTube channel as well. Follow, of course, Ben, Chris and Bono on their Twitters as well. Um, hope you've enjoyed all the pods this week. If you haven't um, listened to the other ones, because you've got the main pod, you've got Track the Girls Talk. And if you haven't listened to the main pod on Monday, listen to that as well. Get your, your Kings of Anglia fix for this week. Um, enjoy the game if you're going. We'll be back next week for many more pods. Of course, follow the coverage with us on our website and also on game day and other videos that we'll be bringing out. So, um, bye-bye for now. We'll be back next week. From true crime to football, Brexit to football. For more great podcasts from Archon, head to audioboom.com slash channel slash Archon, head to audioboom.com slash channel slash Archon.